Consummate Pro Jason Alexander here from the club at Carlton Woods. And we're always ready for some bogeys and burn-ins with Matt Scadden. Welcome to Bogies and Burnt Ends, the podcast that covers everything on the golf course and anything on the barbecue grill. And now, here is your host, PGA head golf professional and barbecue guru, who also knows how he likes his whiskey, Matt Scadden. I'm back. And for season two, we're starting off an amazing episode of bogeys and burn-ins i'm your host pga head golf professional matt scadden and things have been crazy um so side to end season one at 11 episodes um so we're going to our first episode of season two it's gonna be a little better um have some cool things coming up for y'all um the biggest part today um, his, after so much hard work, um, you know, last year on the STPJ tournament schedule, it didn't really, you know, I, that was mediocre at best. Um, but after my WD, because, you know, got, got a little overheated in the section championship last year. Um, my goal was to make the Joe Black team um joe black that that cup is excuse me is most of the stpg guys most i say most all north texas south texas guys this is what we fight for um take the top 10 in stpga points through the year of all uh head pros gms and director of golfs um it is our Ryder cup uh, Southern Texas PGA versus Northern Texas PGA. Um, this year here in November will be the 42nd cup, um, that they've done to be a part of this group of guys and this team is just awesome. Um, if I wasn't in my house recording this, I'd be screaming and shouting. Um, but I've worked my ass off, um, entire year of 2022, um, you know, a lot of things that y'all have missed, you know, just from, you know, all these events that, you know, Black Horse, Riverbend, uh, Players Course up at the Woodlands, Miramont, um, SPGA Section Championship, which is at TP San Antonio. Holy shit. That was a very, very hard golf course. Um, played okay. Um, enough to seal my spot, um, for this year's jbc team or you know for those of you need that um but to be part of joe black cup is um it's an honor and it's just trying to you know trying to the the words for it um that was my goal after section championship last year as i said you know what i'm gonna work on my game really extremely hard um, I've played more times, actually I've equaled last year's rounds I've played right now. And here it is September 22nd. So I've still got, you know, this last quarter, um, of the year left. Um, I played more, practiced more, practiced hard, um, made a swing change, 
that was further the, the better. Um, and again, just to be able to make this team is an honor. It's a life's goal. Um, you know, talking to just all these other guys, Jason Alexander, you know, you know, you got, you know, Jason Alexander, uh, Corey Robertson, um, Joe, Joe's last name, Mitchell, um, all these guys that have been, that have been doing it, made this team multiple years. Um, that's what they look for. You know, Joe, um, you know, Joe, that that's what Joe lives for every single year. Um, um, you know, and that was my goal, you know, to be part of these guys, you know, I know these guys, I talked to these guys, you know, this year playing in every event, um, especially to be able to go to Cabo in June and have to prep in Cabo. And then the, the two days after I come back, I'm, I'm in Bryan, Texas, and I shoot, my first sub 70 round and my best round in a, in a Southern Texas PGA event shooting 68 bogey free during round two um, to do that with Daryl and Jason there, Jason Alexander being the uh, consummate pro, you know, head boss man up at club at Carlton woods and Daryl Houston um, used to be director of golf at uh, Woodlands country club. Now he's the head pro at Bay, Bay Oaks <clears throat> to be able to do that you know, is in front of those guys, um, is there's just no words, you know, I'm kind of getting on this tale of, you know, I'm, you know, I'm very, I'm very, it's a very emotional thing. Um, and to be in San Antonio to fight hard and then to be halfway home, actually I was almost home. And finally figure out that I made the top 10 in, in points and didn't have to rely on a captain's pick, didn't have to rely on, you know, getting, getting screwed out of it. Um, you know, next year, my goal is obviously to finish a little more deeper inside of the top 10. So I'm not having to kind of, you know, you know, worry about points and worry about others, but, um, you know, we're, we're going to rock and roll. The South is going to go up there to Dallas this year and we're just gonna we're just gonna rock and roll. We're gonna kick ass, take names. Shout out to the whole team. Um, you know those guys. Um, it'll be great. So I'm gonna talk a little, little more about that. Um, <clears throat> you know, quick little Astros update. You know, I'm I'm gonna throw. I'm tried not to bring this to podcasting. You know, but you know, we're gonna talk a little bit of live today. Um, and you know, it's gonna overall. It, you know, we're gonna have fun today. Um, you know, episodes, which, you know, I've taken to, you know, that 30 minute mark, just shy over 30. Um, I think that's the sweet spot there. Um, you know, I'm getting this for you while, uh, I'm sitting here watching this presence cup rock and rolling, <clears throat> excuse me. But, um, you know, shout out to, so these guys that made the team. So we're looking at Derek Dixon from Briggs ranch, Ryan Hodge. Twin Creeks Country Club. Um, Ryan and I actually had the pleasure of playing in round one of um, section championship this year. Great dude. Kills the ball. Um, I'm pleased um, to be on that team with a guy. Um, Corey Robertson from Clubs of Cordier Ranch. Again, like I said, Daryl Houston, Bay Oaks, Jason Alexander, my boy 
from club at Carlton Woods, David Von Hoffman from Spanish Oaks, Joe Mitchell from Victoria Country Club, uh, Casey Russell, um, another one of my pals from the Covey at Big Easy Ranch. So he's uh, he's taking over that. That course should be almost about grown in and done, and that'll be an awesome. And then Garrison Nort from Lock and Var Golf Club. Um, Garrison finished outside of the top 10. Um, ben Kern, who did finish in first place, Ben is not playing in this year's Joe Black Cup. So Garrison got in um, from that. And then you have Roland Thatcher, uh, director of golf up at the Woodlands um, Country Club. He was picked for our captain's pick. Couldn't have probably picked a better dude. Um, Roland's got experience playing on tour, so that'll add a pretty good uh, <clears throat> a uh, pretty good teammate there. Um, and then we've got uh, Matt Trevino, um, Jeff Strong, and um, John Blank on who other are. Uh, oh, and uh, Ryan Polzin um, as our vice captains. And then the 12th man on these teams are always uh, presidents of the section. So James Brown, our president and pro at Royal Oaks. He's on the team and captain Doug Sive, um, pro at the dominion in San Antonio. He used to be longtime pro at Corpus Christi country club. Um, so I'm really looking forward to, um, being on this team and we're just going to rock and roll boys. We're going to kick ass. Um, won the cup last year. We're going to keep that cup. Um, couldn't be more, more thrilled, more happy. Um, <clears throat> so right now, let me bring this up. Sorry. <clears throat> so basically we've won it three of the last four years. Um, we won it by five points in 2018 at Dallas national. Um, Won at 12. Oh, actually, it was a tie, 12 12. Um, so we actually split the the cup there uh, at the clubs at Houston Oak in 2019. Northern Texas beat us by two points at Trinity Force in 2020. And then Boot Ranch, we won by one point, 12 and a half to 11 and a half at uh, Boot Ranch. So overall records is 2019 and two for STPGA, 19 20 and two for Team North Texas PGA. Um, we have one more points. We have 485 to 469 from Northern. So that tells you some of those victories may be lopsided. Um, but this is where the record's interesting. So you look at this, the away record, both teams have only won five cups when they have not been at home. So Northern Texas is five, 15 and one. We are five, 14 and one. So you look at that. <clears throat> and that tells you um, a lot there. You know, you look at the other side, 15-5-1 and 14-5-1 for home. So the away team in the last 41 planes have only won the cup five times. So that's 10. So basically 10 times in 41 years has a, has a cup been won 
when not at your home home turf, I, sh I should say. <clears throat> Where I feel good on this is the fact that Merido Golf Club up in Carrollton, just outside of Dallas. So it used to be the old honors club. Um, a oil tycoon billionaire bought the property, turned it into what it is, um, renovated it. It's supposed to be a really one hell of a golf course. Uh, it's obviously in the top 20 in the state. Um, it's one it's supposed to be one hard golf course from the course slope and the course ratings that you see. Um, so when you look at it, it's just, I think it's going to be a hard fought. The only thing that I feel really good and the reason why that I feel great about this <clears throat> is you look at it and the course itself. Yes, some guys might have played it when it was the honors, you know, um, you know, because, you know, we're we're going up against guys, you know, J.J. Colleen, um, Cameron Doan from Preston Trail, all these other great guys from up north. Um, it's not going to be an easy task. But I think with that Merido is, you know, and I might be completely wrong, but I don't think you have too much of those guys that have played that a lot. I could be wrong. So I think that it kind of, you know, it's better than like a boot ranch or a, you know, or a Royal Oaks here in Houston or a Horseshoe Bay or something, you know, where the access to get to it's a little bit easier where, you know, we've played some events at maybe some of these courses um, or the access of, you know, when the northern guy is down here visiting family or vice versa. And we can say, hey, you know, you mind if I play? Um, so I think I think it'll be a little bit it, it's a little more open to to interpretation for everybody. Um, but yeah, dude, we're going to rock and roll. Um, I'm excited. Um, middle of November. Um we're going to rock and roll. Definitely. Um, the Mohawk is definitely going to be present. Um, the Mohawk pro, the stuttering pro, AKA me, um, we're going to rock that Hawk and, um, we're going to just give it complete hell. Um, it'll be an awesome two, three days up there. Um, and to be with those guys and to just live in that, um, with all the things that come with it, it's just going to be great for this year. Um, you know, obviously the main goal is to keep going, you know, don't stop, you know, take, you know, to take a little time for myself, um, you know, but then rev it up, get prepped for it. Um, after Joe Black, I'm probably going to end up, um, you know, taking a little time off just, you know, to let the, the body kind of recoup because, you know, I play a lot, you know, a lot of turn tournament prep, a lot of, you know, practice prep, um, you know, large man that I am, you know, the body gets a little wear and tear a little bit more. So, um, I'll be ready to rock and roll again for Joe Black. We'll be ready to rock and roll for STPGA 2023 for that season. Again, um, we don't have the tournament spots for where is it going to be, but we're going to rock and roll it and figure out, you know, where all the next majors will be and, um, get prepped to make, um, Joe Black Cup for 2023 for the 43rd plane of it. Um, but
but to be able to finish, you know, top 23 in the Rolex cut points, so it's 23 out of, you know, you pretty much look at the average 100, 100 plus guys that regularly play to be in that, in that top, you know, that top quarter of guys overall and to finish in the top 10 in all class A head pros, director of golfs and GMs for Joe Black is an honor. Um, and I'm going to shut the hell up for a second. Um, so I'm kind of shift gears a little bit here. Um, I'm going to try to do another one, you know, here next month. I'm going to also try to do one, um, in November, hopefully maybe Jason Alexander and them will, you know, maybe we'll do a big podcast live from there. Um, but you know, right now you're looking in the whole, in the world, a world of golf and world of sports. So, um, Houston Astros are just dominating right now. I don't want to say the word dominating, but, you know, doing great. Clinch the AL West again. Um, right now, you know, we're trying to finish ahead of the Yankees so we can just have a home field all the way through the playoffs. We've already secured it for, for the first round. Um, I think Houston, with their depth right now, if we can keep Jordan Alvarez healthy and we can keep the majority of everyone healthy, we've got it to be able to go, you know, to just rock. So, um, yeah, my boys, you know, I've been watching them. I've been keeping in task. So it's just can can the Astros stay? And, you know, again, right now is Yankees, you know, we won't meet again until the American League Championship Series. So if, if, if the Yankees survive their ALDS um, against, I think it's Seattle or Cleveland, so, um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, so we got that. Presence Cup is going on right now. U.S. is up 3 nothing. Um, International is probably going to win a point here. <clears throat> but the biggest thing, you know, and I've kind of kept quiet on will be Live Golf. Um, you know, <clears throat> I'm all for, you know, creating – you know, new opportunities and, you know, the abilities for these guys, you know, to go play for these mass sums of money and stuff. The issue that I've had has been, you know, which Ricky and, or not Ricky, Justin Thomas and Rory have kind of covered it a little bit, you know, is kind of tell us the truth, you know, because you have a couple of these guys, Patrick Reed, you know, oh, you know, I want to do it. So I spend time with my family. Well, then you look at it and they're, you know, well, next season, number of events have, you know, are going to gradually go up and they're doing a relegation and then they're, you know, then they're doing all these, all these other, you know, these type things. And we just didn't know about it when it first came up, you know, well now, now they're going to play just as much as they played on the PGA tour almost by the time they play in live and in, um, my mind went completely blank. Holy crap, guys. Um, you know, live in, in major events, which right now they're not getting any world golf ranking points. Um, the thing about live <clears throat> is you've got Greg Norman, whose ego is huge. PJ Tours ego is real huge. 
So, you know, we're battling back and forth and, you know, it's like we're throwing food at each other, you know, trying to figure out and getting mad and angry, you know, and, but you look at it and, you know, yeah, you know, you got shotgun start, but it's limited to 48 guys. Well, up front, you know, they had guys that they allowed to play that they didn't have contracts. Well, then now, you know, you're signing, you know, Cam Smith and Leishman, da 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 and all these guys. Well, so now you got these guys who put their necks on the, you know, out on the line, you know, because the DP World Tour and the PGA Tour, you know, are, are, you know, banning them from playing if they play on live. So you got these guys that made the jump who now can't play anywhere. Or you got these guys on the Asian Tour, you know, who the Asian Tour is partnered with live. But the issue that I have is that you're talking about wanting, you know, to have this and you want to be, in, you know, inclusive and all, you know, blah, blah, blah. But if you're going to partner with with the Asian Tour, because right now the Asian Tour is the only way to get World Golf ranking points. So you have guys that are playing on the Asian Tour who are playing in this thing, and they're getting replaced by all these top guys that you're signing and so now they're having to go back back to the Asian tour. Well, not only that, but there's no feeder. You know, you know, it's like how that the the corn berry tour is a feeder tour, or you know, you know, is a tour that the guys play to be able to make it up on the PJ tour. That's goals of all these guys. Well, there's nothing that feeds into live. So you have them talk about, you know, oh, you know, it needs to be about you know, allowing golf, making golf funner, but yet you're not allowing the Asian tour guys the same type deals. Um, you know, and then they're sitting here fighting about world golf ranking points. Well, it takes, it takes one to two years for a world golf ranking application to get approved. Greg Norman knows that, but now you have all the players that are now writing letters and complaining because they know that, they're screwed without World Golf ranking points. Their rankings are going to continue to fall until that they can't no longer qualify for some of these major events. But so you're sitting here and you know you're wanting to fast track. Well, you you knew the rules. You know the the rules for you know the one to two years. Well, then you get the probationary period once you get on where you have to do certain criteria, you know, there, there are other tours and other events, you know, you know, that allow 54 holes, but you know, people want to say, well, you know, the tour has some events that are no cut and this and that. Well, yeah, but the tour also has 30 plus events that they have 72 holes and have the cuts and do all that. So I don't see where this is going. Yeah, the Asian Tour has sponsored this application, but I don't know if you can give it to them because of the criteria. It has nothing to do with, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, just give it to them because you have all the top-ranked players. Yeah, but that's like stuff happening in regular life right now where people want things given to them because they feel that that's the way it should be. There are rules. Yeah. Do rules sometimes suck? Absolutely. I will agree. Rules rules suck totally. But rules are there. Rules are rules. If you don't like the rules, then get them changed. But to be able and wanting your stuff fast-tracked or you, or you get pissed because you don't get 
allowed war golf ranking points, well, you knew there's, there's, you know, the eight, nine, whatever number of criteria that you look at the application that you have to do. One of them is, which I brought this topic up earlier. One of, one of them is that you have to, you have to have a feeder tour into your tour or a developmental tour. So you have like the, you know, the, you know, the challenge tour goes into the DP world tour, which now the DP world tour guys, if you get DP stuff, then you can earn your tour card. Same thing, both ways. Same thing with then your corn fairy PG tour. Lib doesn't have that. And now for 2023, they're upping the number of tournaments and they're going to have, so it's going to still be capped at 48 guys, you know, but they're split into the team and, you know, winners get the 4 million, you know, which again, that's a lot of money. Um, I won't get into the whole money side of things or Saudi Arabia. I don't, I don't care about that. I, 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 I do care about it, but I'm not going to make it a big deal right now. But what I have is the fact that you have <clears throat> these guys who now they're doing a relegation for next year. So basically you're going to have your bottom four guys will then have to battle it out in a series at the end with uh, another group of guys, I guess from the Asian tour, who are going to have to, who are going to have to then fight it out. Well then, so that means you got four guys who at the bottom are then fighting for revenue. Well, again, what, how, it's like we're all in the dark here. It's like, well, what does that mean? Because you've got, because you've got, so does that mean that if a guy doesn't, if he doesn't have a big contract, or if you get a guy like Brooks Kepko or Phil Mickelson that's completely implodes, which Phil, Phil has only shot sub 70 a handful of times this year. So, does that mean that if you have Phil who's signed a hundred and something million dollars and he f- finishes in the top four and it's relegated, what does that mean? That he's sorry you have a contract, but we're going to have to kick you out for this year, but you can work your way back in through the agent. I, I don't know. That's, that's, these are all the different pieces and parts that just are, it's all up in the air and they, they don't tell you all this stuff, you know, um, you know, it, it's frustrating, but has it caused the tour to do a lot of changes? And, you know, now you have a minimum that if, that if you make it on the tour for a year, that you have the tour card that you end up, you know, you make a minimum now. So regardless of how you finish, you make a minimum. So you have guys that now can at least live somewhat. But, you know, they've done that. They've added events, you know, a series now, you know, for the elite, you know, yeah, it's changed things for the best. So now you have all these guys dropping out of lawsuits, you know, because they all want back in because, again, my personal opinion, Liv is probably going to be around for a couple more years. After that, it's a toss up. You know, it's a huge toss up because you look at, you know, getting a TV deal, getting, you know, courses to say yes. But right now, you have live that doesn't have a, a, a TV deal. So they're doing YouTube and they're doing on their website, you know, which, you know, they got the new, you know, the, I call it the NASCAR F1 looking leaderboard. It's not bad. Um, I still find the announcing and the analysts a little bit lacking, could be a little bit better. 
Um, you know, but again, for them to live, they're going to, no pun intended, they're going to have to get a deal. Well, you already have Amazon and Apple have already said no. I can tell you uh, NBC and CBS who do who does PGA Tour tournaments already will say no. Fox has pretty much already said mm, probably not. So it lives leaves ABC slash ESPN. I just don't see them getting any major thing over here, which then that mixed with the whole ranking points that totally screws them up, you know, and then you get people, oh, you know, it's exhibition golf. So that's, you know, that's, yeah. Is it fun? Is it something new? But at the same time, your person that you're getting sponsorship dollars from who's watching TV is a middle-aged to elder, you know, I don't use race, you know, looking at a, a middle-aged to elder white man to other races of the same age are the, are your demographic who's watching golf on TV. Yeah. Your younger guys and people like that are probably at tournaments or they, they enjoy streaming, but you're missing out on that big demographic of guys who are going to sit at home and watch TV or want it. Does the shotgun format allow you to be able to, you know, watch the whole thing and boom, it's done in four and a half hours being done. But what you end up having is a lull, you know, or or if you go to the event, you have people who like watching their favorite guys. Well, now they're on the different side of the courses. So do you sit on that hole and you wait? You know, yeah, now, now, now you don't have to wait a whole lot because you get every, you know, crew. But sitting with, with only 48 guys, you know, you're not on every hole. So, you know, but it's, it's, it's good and it's bad for the game of golf both at the same time. But um, I basically narrow it down, and this is where I'll put live at right now until next time. It's basically like you have two brothers sitting at a breakfast table, and they're arguing about who did a better job at work today on mom and dad's farm. That's pretty much what it what it what it is. It's you have two brothers. Or you could say two brothers who are kids, or you have two siblings who are at the dinner table and they're grabbing handsfuls of mom's mashed potatoes and chugging it at each other from across the room. That's what this boils down to. You know, all the, the, just the arguing and the he said, she said, and oh, this is, you know, they're not letting us do that. And oh, we're not going to talk to them anymore. And we're not going to, we're going to ban it. It's like that's what it boils down to in a nutshell. Is two kids at a breakfast table throwing food at each other. They just need to get out of themselves. They either need to work something out for the betterment of, of golf or eventually something will end up falling into place that's going to crack. And chances are with, you know, yeah, Liv has a war chest, PJ Tour, you know, has the more of the backing of the public and stuff now. <clears throat> but you know, you know, lives lives got some a hill to climb. Have they accomplished has Greg accomplished some things? Absolutely. But they are far from being where they need to be because if they don't get certain things then it is completely in a couple of years it'll be completely moot. And uh it's going to cause a lot of chaos. So 
we'll see what happens from there. But um, I'm gonna get off my soapbox on live. That's, you know, that's again, that's just my perspective. Um, I'm not dissing live by any means. You know, it's golf. I'm I'm a golf pro. I love golf. I, I will watch golf, play golf. Um, have I watched live quite a lot? Not really, because again, trying to find it on YouTube when I'm at home or trying to put it on my laptop at home, a little more of the pain than like what I'm doing now where I can flip to the golf channel, turn that on. Um, but you know, we shall see. Um, you know, I wish those guys nothing but the, the best. Um, I'll have more on live, but that's where that is. Um, huge, huge shout out. Um, um, to both, well, actually I'll start out first shout out to Jason Alexander from Carl club at Carlton woods doing the intro for me today. Um, huge shout out. Um, you know, there's a lot to cover with, you know, STPGA stuff that I had to say, and then live. Um, I will get into barbecue, um, a little bit here, but next time I'll definitely have a barbecue spotlight, but I like to thank, you know, Constellation coffee company. They've been awesome with sponsoring me. Um, being great this year. Um, I want to thank um, my friends um, in the barbecue world. Um, Ara, um, Ara at, at Harlem Road Barbecue has been awesome. Um, Patrick Fijis, Aaron Smith um, from Fijis Barbecue. Um, great friends, um, great people. Um, please guys, um, donate to them, give to them. They feed veterans for free. So, but it's all done by donations. So I will ask you, please look up Fijis barbecue, get in touch with Patrick, get in touch with Aaron, donate. They feed veterans for free. They give veterans free meals from their barbecue restaurants. It's a huge thing for them. Please do that. Um, they're great people, great company, great things that they do. Um, so please do that. Um, next time though, I will have a barbecue spotlight. We're going to get into huge barbecue, but I wanted to touch base on golf a little bit heavy today. I know I don't touch, you know, into heavy golf. I kind of split it between, you know, golf and then barbecue. Um, but definitely, you know, those guys, you look at the rest you know, you look at, you know, um, you know, Blood Brothers. Those guys were my last episode of season one. Um, Terry and and um, Kui and uh, Robin, those guys are awesome. Go to Blood Brothers, see them. Um, huge, huge fans of theirs. The barbecue world is still rocking and rolling, even in this whole pandemic with inflation and pricing and barbecue prices being astronomical. Go support these businesses, guys. Um, you know, thanks for, you know, you know, support your local golf club, your country club. Um, again, the biggest thing is, you know, you know, this year for me, supporting you know, the yes organization supporting the national stuttering association, um, NSA huge, huge, big to me, you know, kind of getting at that shell and kind of pushing for that. But, um, you, you know, support, support your veterans, support each other, 
support the stuttering world, you know, the people don't laugh and don't make fun of people. You know, I always end every single thing of, you know, be kind, be yourself, love yourself, love others. Um, that's all the time that I have for, for this episode of bogeys and burn-ins, but this is awesome. I will keep doing more. Um, I know that I've missed it a little bit guys, so I do apologize, but, but, um, keep on rocking, keep being you love yourself, love each other, be yourself and be kind and have a great week. Have a good day. And I will touch base with you soon. Thanks for listening to bogeys and burnt ends. Be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So you don't miss an episode until next time. Keep on grilling and hitting them straight.